Hello, everybody. Welcome to Tadaima, a Terrace House podcast, your weekly companion to your favorite show on Netflix. I'm Robert Scarpinito, and I am joined here by Daily Wilhelm. Konbanwa. Jack Cepeda. And Colin Sparling. Minasan. Konbanwa. And today we have an angry, evil, mean episode slated for you today, even though it's probably not going to be that angry at all. But today we're going to be talking about the things we actually don't like about Terrace House, because I mean, don't get us wrong. We make a Terrace House podcast. Of course, we love the show, but nothing's perfect. Right, guys? How can we make this better? How can we give some constructive criticism, right, for the betterment of the show? Because they're listening to us, right? Like all this is being written down and this is going to all apply next season. So, yeah. Yeah, no, Yama DMs me on Twitter. He talks oh. about every episode, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Netflix execs are listening. Oh, yeah. Taking notes. Intently. But as you Got said earlier, guys. Daily, let's get judgmental. Let's get spiteful. Let's get entitled. Let's start what complaining would, about the show we like. What, what would happen if, if like, the, the host somehow understood English and somehow listened to our show, and then they saw this episode of us hating on all this stuff about the show the only episode they see yeah like guys and now that you now that you say that i feel like we're gonna get this karma where this is like our our most viewed episode oh no (laughs) it's the one everyone that like gets automatically recommended on youtube or something yeah yeah it goes yeah it gets in the algorithm we say all our criticisms out of love out of a very (laughs) concerned and caring place but that said there's some things that can fuck off about Terrace I, I House. Feel, I feel like Yama, Yama would be the guy. We're gonna watch Terrace House one day, and then you just see Yama intermittently between like one of the scenes and on the show. And Yama's gonna be like, "So, have you guys heard about this Terrace House podcast out of yeah. out of out of the West? These guys sat here and just crapped all over our show. I can't believe the audacity." I love these fantasies that we're all sharing right now about <laughs> how anyone's gonna listen to this. <laughs> one but, thing I don't we... like about Terrace House is that. They don't listen to our podcast. <laughs> hey, I know, right? BuzzFeed's going to pick up, like, there's going to be an article, right? They're going to pick up, and the title's going to be Everything Wrong with Terrace House Podcasts. Yes. This is going to be the flagship to that. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. You look, won't believe number seven. <laughs> look, guys, here's the thing, right? In, in my years of being a video game critic and journalist, I've learned one very important thing about critique. It can come from mostly two people, assholes and people who love your shit so much. All right? But are still assholes. Maybe that, that's you know a possibility. But what I'm saying here is that we aren't. At least I hope we aren't assholes who have just seen like an episode of Terrace House and have been like, "That was stupid." Where's Where's my Western drama? You know, we've clearly seen a lot of Terrace House. We produced 22 other episodes of this podcast you can listen to where we sing the show its praises for the most part. But we're not doing that anymore. Well, at least today. In this episode, we're gonna we're gonna lay things out on the table and smack them with wrenches of critique. Ow. Yikes. <laughs> smack. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna get it all out there, guys. Come on, ring it out. Everything that bothers you, and then nary shall we mention this stuff ever again, right? This is catharsis. I mean, we're probably gonna mention like it's it's gonna happen, but yeah. you know, you know how it is. I'm trying to be um, optimistic, yeah. Oh, for sure. So does anyone wanna throw one out first, or do you want me to start off? Hmm. I'll start. You know, I got one mm. off the top of my head. Mm. So I know we've talked about to death on this show, the editing. But beyond that, another part of the editing that I don't like, though, that we don't talk about as much. 
and I brought it up maybe once or twice before, is that I feel like we just don't get to see enough of the housemates at work. I think we only get like maybe one or two shots toward the beginning of them joining the house. And then it's like never again. They just, you know what I mean? We don't really get to see them in, in the work context a whole lot. So we don't get to, I don't know. I, I think we're missing a little bit of character building in that way. Their interactions with their friends outside the house. Right. Sometimes, think, sometimes there's that. Yeah. But it's, there's, it's a small percentage. It is. Yeah. 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 Like Jack was saying with the, not only just work people, but also friends too, because you, you actually get to see them in a habitat where they're already comfortable with the people around them. So they're. And, true character comes out is what I'm and not at. to defend the show with this but you know they are trying to cover like six people per episode That's true. right mm-hmm. and so i'm thinking like maybe if there were fewer people fewer subjects of the show maybe that'd be more opportunity to get like outside the house kind of stuff yeah. sure i feel like yeah. they tried to do that earlier on in opening new doors as far as what i've seen is that there were a lot of like outside of the house scenes of people going about their day Whereas now it feels much more focused inward and it gives this weird sense that like no one has anything other to do than like sit on the couch and stuff. Even though I know logically a lot of these scenes of everyone hanging out in the living room or the playroom are happening in the evening or even late at night. But it's it's starting to feel like they're in one of those reality TV shows where you're not allowed to leave the house or use the Internet and you're just kind of forced to interact with each other and also yeah. it seems like to that like some of them are just broke like you know some of them yeah. are like in between jobs too and it doesn't seem like they're getting those those fuji tv dollars to yeah go have fun and, and so you know i thought about putting that on my list of things i didn't like the whole we don't see them enough like enough of them outside the house like at work and things like that but i i kind of feel especially with work right i mean i don't know about you guys but in, in a lot of ways, wor- watching someone work can be boring, especially if it's done a lot, right? Like, even if they have the coolest job, like, I'd watch maybe a 10-minute documentary about, like, this is what their job is, but I wouldn't want a week-after-week update of, like, yep, Brian was in the office again. And, and then look at this, too, to this point, like, uh, oh, I'm going to forget her name. Ami. Like, look, they, they spent a decent amount of time hanging out with her and her friends with the eye patch and all that. And I ended up just hating her friends. <laughs> her friends really sucks. And I was like, why yeah. are we giving them screen time? So it's like, be careful what you ask for here too. Right. Colin. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. I don't know. I, I think it just depends. I guess it's more contextual than anything. I just feel like maybe it's just lately and especially in the later episodes, I feel like they've just been kind of dry on that side of content. Yeah, I would like to see more of what's going on with soda, but that probably is all like affected by like, you know, stock prices and shareholders. They probably don't want to put too much shit public, right? Uh, Maybe. Yeah, Yeah. maybe. I mean, we don't even know the name of the company it works for, do we? I don't think. I don't don't think so. It's very general. It's very like apps and stuff, I guess. Watch it be like Sony. (laughs) I want to keep Sony. I want to keep the pace of this kind of snappy here. So yes. Yeah. No. Okay. In that case, then, Jack, you brought something up that I have a beef with. Oh, beef. And I've seen a pattern here, and it started with Ami. If girls on the show aren't, like, immediately either, like, outgoing and quirky or, like, Tsubasa more quiet and sweet, then they are characterized as kind of, like, weirdly sociopathic. 
it first happened with Ami where it was just like, man, no, like she's just so mean. And there were definitely some times that she was pretty blunt, but I didn't see that as like really evil. And the same thing happened with Yui later on where because she wasn't like being super outgoing or anything. She had that dark side like that was brought the up. Dark yeah, by side the dark side of Yui. Or, by the commentators, yeah. Mm. I think, I think, I feel like sometimes women get really reduced down into if you're not super nice and fluffy, then you're evil. I mean, to be fair, too, like, I think, like, the panel, the panel overall just kind of is trying to boil down, like, pretty much everybody to, like, their simplest form and not really looking deeper yet. You know, I don't know. I think, I think a lot of people get kind of typecast. Like, I think. Even Io too. Like I think, like they're like, oh well, he'll do some cool sports stuff or something. Clearly, like no, he's actually in between jobs. He's just kind of going to sit around and be on the couch. But yeah, I definitely get what you're saying, Daily. Um, I think the panelists overall are just kind of quick to characterize and find and 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 put someone in a box to where oh that's their role in the house on the show during this short amount of time that they're that they're here, and this is what they're going to do, and this is what they fulfill and. They need to stick to that or else it doesn't fit my like narrative. Is that kind of like what you're saying? Yeah. And I don't yeah. like that because it's it's real people. And that's, yeah. you know, when I when I try to you know tell people about this show, I'm like, you know, mm. it's not like there's the good one and the flirty one and this and that. It's like it's real people just living together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's hard to resist that urge too, like when it you're because we don't have we spend so little time with them like in our lives right like only a few hours and so and we only get what the editors give us and then also exactly. the com based on what the commentators say that whether or not we want to believe it it puts ideas in our heads and like you know like oh well that they said this about them so that's how i feel too you know what i mean they kind of almost tell you like yeah. how to feel about certain interactions yeah. stuff. not saying that's necessarily bad good or bad but it's just it's, it's it would be so hard to really like get deep down into a character without like dedicating a whole show and a whole hour at, into a character study of somebody. Yeah. So unfortunate side effect of the medium almost. And the way I see it too, this is kind of like a similar problem, right? In that like, especially with Ami, for example, I truly feel like she got super shafted in her portrayal in Terrace house. And it's part of the reason, like when you look back at her, you just kind of think like, Oh, she was boring and kind of maybe bitchy depending on like how you feel about her. Right. But if you think about it, like how much has she been on the show? Right. She's gone on two dates, I think. Right. Like they one both with, sucked. One with you and I, one with Taka. <laughs> yeah. And mm -hmm. like, that's kind of it. Like I've, and that, that, and like being courted, like Shohei asking her out and then she reveals she's leaving and he cries but i wanted to take you to disneyland yeah but it's like she's been reduced to an object i hate to say that but just like a thing for guys to achieve like yes i'm i finally did it i'm dating this girl right like she isn't a person i couldn't tell you what her hobbies are i couldn't i actually in this moment could not tell you what her job was i think she was a student right Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. She was going to school. She was. A she, she was. I remember she had a crying scene because she couldn't figure out what she wanted to do. She was right. like stuck and, in that limbo phase. And people were like, "You need to figure it out." Yeah. I mean, here's the here's the thing about it. Like, obviously, like I Ami, mean, there's more to everyone on the show than we're seeing. But it's like as fans of the show, like we're we have don't we have to use what we're given? 
right? To like make our own judgment calls on that. Like what else are we going to do? I mean, yes and no, right? If this, like, if this were more Western reality TV style, right? Which we've talked about, I think in like episode 17, if you want to check that out, but in, in the, like, this show terrace house is portrayed as like no script right there's no script Mm -hmm. to anything even though realistically the producers are probably nudging things one way or another behind the scenes like there's no handwritten script but they're like definitely influencing the events that happen on screen in some way but nonetheless the portrayal of it is these are real people and not like that fake these are real people in america where everyone's causing drama and there's confessionals and someone gets the rose at the end and then a guy makes out with 12 girls and everyone's okay with that so bad i know right yeah but they're all real people daily but you know it's it's hard to feel like they're real on american tv whereas with terrace house they're trying to make you think these are real people with many facets Mm. to their personality but at the end of the day characters like see i said characters people like Ami get boiled down to one basic trait. Yeah. yeah a, a caricature. And it's yeah. like, it's that push pull with me, right? Because certain areas of the show, certain things happen. I'm like, oh, I just want chaos. I just want to see the world burn. This is going to be <laughs> okay, awesome. Yama. Okay, I yeah, ter- Yama. Yeah, I just want terrible stuff to happen. It's going to be so entertaining. That's, that's the positive I took away from Ami's car crashes of dates, right? Like they were just so horrible and terrible. And I just, it was, it was yummy to, to snack on those moments but then sometimes i'm like well no i want romance now i just want what i want that's why i say that's what i was like i just want what i want meaning like it's a moving target right because i'm so glad that there could be romance blooming on the battlefield that is terrace house with subasa and shion you know and then later with uh, i guess uh noah and sana right but it, it's <laughs> Wait, like i want different things like i want chaos i want stupid terrible dates i want dumb people to do dumb stuff because it's hilarious and then sometimes i want my romance too so i guess that's another maybe we're not talking about what we like about terrace house we're talking about what we don't like right now but at least so, wait, we get at least this is a show that gives us a variety i just need to ask are you are you equating terrace house to like metal gear can love bloom on a battlefield absolutely i'm glad you <laughs> okay. picked that up good yes. perfect yes metal gear rex so yeah yeah i mean it's just the a, philosophers another- Another thing with like the editing and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, like Robert was saying, basically, we just have to remember that these are people and life as we know it isn't black and white. It's all very gray. So there's definitely a lot more going on behind what we're seeing on the screen. If anything, I would just hope for an accurate depiction of 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 a person's true role in the house. Right. And I guess that's what it makes me upset about the Ami situation is because she was depicted one way. And I feel like the other five housemates felt a different way. Right. Yeah, That's what annoyed me the most. Especially because, like, she and Subasa got really close, but we didn't right. really get to see that. Yeah, they neglected like, that almost completely. Like, not until, like, she was leaving and everyone was crying. And it's like, I don't know how to live without you. And it's like, <sighs> yeah. why didn't we yeah. get to see that? Yeah, and what I, is I wanna... the show? What is the show if it's not about people forging relationships? Right, and I actually want to jump. Shit. I I want to jump in here because one of the things I really don't like about Terrace House is, especially recently, it's been a huge focus on romance and only romance. And I'm like, thank but you. What about platonic friendships? Like the the Ami Subasa thing that Daily mentioned. Like that just gets it just gets shoved in at the end there. You know, it doesn't feel real. I mean, the crying kind of helps, but it's kind of like, where has all this been? And you see the same with like 
I think with Taka and Shohei, like when when Shohei said he was leaving, you know, they have that moment where they like, you know, they do they drink together, they get drunk, they take a selfie, they they shake hands. Shohei can't find Taka's hands through all the tears. <laughs> it's like a, it's a really cool moment, but then I'm also like, but were these guys that close? Do I feel like they got this close on screen? Do am I convinced that they're best buds? Yeah, there's there's a lot of material there that I think would be easy to show, but I'm wondering if it it does get cut just because it's like, oh, there's no like romantic tension in this scene. Like it's just them hanging out together. And that's what we see a lot in another terrace is moments of we're just hanging out together. Like um Shunsuke and Kaito going on a skate date. And because he like Shinsuke was like, no, I don't really like Kaito. I'm not I'm not that into him. It was just fun to go out skating. It's like it felt like that got cut maybe for that reason, because there was no tension, even though it was like a fun time. And I thought it would have been fine quality television. Yeah. And just the last thing I want to say is it, it creates this annoying narrative of like of love is winning. That's how you win is yeah. if you find love. So if you have friends, yeah. fuck your friends. If you're not dating someone, <laughs> I mean, yeah. but go on the go on the Instagram and watch them all hang out. That seems pretty winning, but you have to look for that stuff. It, it's right, not it's not on the show. show. Yeah, right. yeah, I. That, it's like how, how how do I say this? Like Terrace House almost runs in cycles. It seems like it's like the, the, depending on who's in the house. And the general vibe of what's happening, there's like a certain cycle that it follows, right? Because now, so now we're in this like rut where, yeah, it is kind of turning into a race to the bottom for everyone to pair off. It feels like, but we also and have spans of episodes where that's not happening. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I definitely feel like we have episodes where it's more focused on those friendships and stuff like that. But for like where we're at in the show right now, that just hasn't been the case as of late. You have to yeah. wonder. Right. Like, I mean, obviously, I know it sounds like, duh, when I say this, but when I'm watching Terrace House, I don't feel like I'm watching just a reality show. I feel like I'm watching a foreign, specifically Japanese reality show. And I like that. And that's what I'm there for. You know what I mean? But I'm not like, oh, I'm watching a reality show. I'm watching I'm watching a Jap, very Japanese show. And so the reason I bring that up is like, because you have to wonder, like, of course, I would assume that the editors and the whole production team and everyone, they're making the show for a Japanese audience. It's kind of a consequence, almost unforeseen, that it blew up as it did internationally, right? But it's it's weird because like all these things we're talking about that we're complaining about too are also things that could probably go into like a pile of like why I like it because it's so different from what I'm expecting. But um, that, yeah, that's, I guess that's just what I want to say. I just I come across, I, when I come to Terrace House, it's because I want to watch a Japanese show primarily for Japanese people. And I just want to like kind of peek behind the curtain for that. Right. Well, yeah, anyone it, else feel that way or no? Just well, me. I, I do feel that way. Like a big appeal of the show is definitely getting a more personal understanding of Japanese culture. Right. Um, but it's funny that you bring that up, Jack, because uh, Robert, I think it was you that was telling me that apparently a lot of people in Japan don't like Terrace House. They kind of <laughs> shill it as like, oh, it's just a, it's a fucking reality TV show. It's garbage TV, blah, blah, blah. Well, so I'm not going to emphatically say a lot, right? It's just like that's some of, that's what you hear on the Terrace House subreddit that some people who live in Japan know that local native Japanese folk don't 
like Terrace House as much, but there are no hard statistics out there to say one way or the other if it's more popular internationally or locally. I mean, what but, what it is that you can look up is that it is popular in Japan. It's not an unpopular show. You know, it's continuing right. to grow. Like the fan base is growing season over season. Well, but so one thing I did kind of want to hone in on, Jack, is so are, are, are you saying that with Japanese people, like they're making the show for a Japanese audience. Are you saying that generally Japanese audiences only respond to romance? No, not, I'm saying no, no, no. I'm not saying I know what Japanese people respond to. I have no idea. But I'm coming to Terrace House thinking this is a show for Japanese people. So maybe I'm thinking backwards, like, well, whatever is on Terrace House must be what Japanese people like, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. coming from the outside looking in. So I don't know what they like, but I'm like, well, this is the first Japanese show I've seen. So there's another one, like a samurai guy cooking food with the samurai on Netflix. That's a pretty cool show, too. But yeah. it's like, <laughs> you know, what I mean, exactly this, what these Japanese are my, people these are my barometers like. for what Japanese people like. This is what an anime. If could say. OK, so so in other words, the the more recent focus in on romance might be bad because it tells Western audiences that that's what Japanese people are more into. I'm not, I'm not making a judgment. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying, I don't know. You guys are making me feel like I'm, I'm well, confusing you guys. I know, I'm just I think, saying I think of, of Terrace House as a Japanese show. And so I think it's edited and created like all for ja a Japanese audience. And it's like a happy co you know, coincidence that other people like it. Like, I don't think it's targeting anyone outside of Japan. That's what I'm saying, I guess. Yeah. I, well, I think um, on, to on top of that, too, I think that what partially of what Jack might be saying is that when it gets into these ruts where it just focuses hard and on romance, it also, at least for us, gets away from what t makes Terrace House so unique. Mm. Um, and at, at the very least for me personally, what emphatically interests me about it. Yeah. I mean, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna like boilerplate it to me, if I have to come up with one sentence say like what do I think Terrace House is about? I think it's about the beginning of relationships. Just flat out, whether they're platonic or whether they're um, That's the theme more than that. It's the begin yeah. it's about capturing the beginning of relationships between people. Okay. I can that's, see that. That's how I feel when I, when I again when I try to explain the show to people, um, usually the first question I get is like, "Oh, it's like everyone's gonna pair off," because I you know describe it as you know there's three girls, three boys, and they live in this house, mm -hmm. and I'm like, not always. You know, people come there with different goals, and yeah. um, but I feel like maybe it is just about who's on, what the focus is, because this last group seems to have been whatever Sota says about, you know, like ethnographic research and, you know, user experience <laughs> research, whatever, what his goal was, sure. But it seems like it skews more toward romance in this last group. And yeah. that's just about, you know, who who's here at the moment. I would love to see a content analysis as well of all the people that came in and their stated goals, because they usually say right away why they're there, yeah. mm. right? And I'd yeah. love to see a percentage breakdown of like a pie chart of how many people said they're there for love versus other things. I just would, that'd be a cool thing to Let's do. Let's do it. Let's make yeah, it. Oh Let's my gosh, right that's so much Let's, work. Yeah, we'll put the podcast on hold, everyone. We're going to still record this. We're going to do, <laughs> do some, some 
research and graphic design real quick here. Don't all right. worry about it. They're building Very all these expectations. Stuff. I didn't say that, guys. It, there's going to be a full <laughs> spreadsheet pack and pie chart pack that comes with this episode. So be sure to follow You can download it at... No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, welcome so to our TED Talk. I, I want to bring it back to talking about something else I don't like about Terrace House. Um, there's so many models, right? There is a lot. Oh, of models. So that was on my list, too. So many models. Like, look, I get it, you know. It's a reality TV show. Everyone's got to be attractive or else no one's going to watch your show. I, I get that. I've seen real love. I've seen what the other side of the grass looks like, and it's not pretty. But can can we have people who are a little bit more interesting? I feel like we get the occasional not model person. You look at Han San, he's an architect. You look at Soda. as uh, He says he's a designer but or a, a fucking app person, but then you realize, like, oh, he was also a Junon boy, so he won a prize for being pretty, like, literally modeling, right? And I think the most egregious one to me, and this is just, like, so annoying, is um, Boys and Girls in the City, I think. There's a guy named Hikaru Oto, right? And he comes into the house, and I'm not going to spoil too much about what happens to him, but he comes into the house, and, like, his his preview bit of him is he's working at a construction site. He's doing man's man work, and it's like, oh, cool. So maybe we might, like, get a rugged person, you know, who who actually is, like, crafty with their hands, has worked with wood, etc. And then you see his face. He's pretty. And then he says, I also do modeling on the side. And I was like, God. I know. I remember that. Like, I'm motherfucker. Done. And so yeah. the one exception to that, which we all can agree on, is Subasa. And she is not that classical TV reality um, stereotype. And it was very refreshing to me. And it was even that was what made her romance with Xion so good to me was that it just seemed unexpected based on what you know about reality TV and what you would just expect to happen. Um, but you know, I guess Shion was a model too. So there goes yeah. that theory. Like if they were both not models, then it'd be even better. But Hey, it's, I'll, I'll take that one. Yeah, um, but yeah, but that, it, that's, that's definitely on my short list though of like, of complaints as well too. Robert was like, everyone's gotta be a damn model. Yeah. It's just it's, like, it's not relatable. How am I supposed to relate to that? It's definitely not relatable. Let's like seeing them like in their workplace. Like I feel like you see the models in their workplace Fucking more often. Work. We call this work. work. And it's, of course, of course, it's a much more visual medium, so it makes sense. But simultaneously, it's like really, really. Daily, they had to paint my abs on for two hours. Okay, don't tell me this isn't work. <laughs> so I don't, I don't want to put down any models out there. I know, I know I the work is hard. I get it. <laughs> Everyone's job is hard. All right, I'm not going to be little models just because it's so easy to think. Oh, they just I'll stand there and take pictures. Because a lot I'll of people talk. boil down writing to, oh, I learned that in kindergarten. Is that what you're doing for a living? Like, fuck you. That takes brain, brain cells, man. Yeah. Well, th yeah, those yeah. are the same people that are writing their posts on Facebook on all caps with no punctuation. So yeah, I mean, look, I'm just, I'm just going to say being a model isn't as easy as you guys make it out to be. I, I bet on that. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I no, know, that's guys. Fair. Yeah, I that's know. That's fair. Uh, Calvin Klein has contacted me. I've done a few contracts with them. You see this Mega Man hat he's wearing? <laughs> <laughs> he knows about modeling. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I guess mostly the complaint comes from. I think there's a huge value in like diversity of background on the show, like Su like definitely Subasa being a prime candidate of like we got to see like 
her play at hockey games and she had her whole story where you know she was like oh you know maybe i want to get into the olympics maybe that's like how hard i want to work but i don't know whether or not i want to move on to another team whereas you know sometimes we don't always have those same conflicts with people that are doing modeling yeah and the thing is too like it almost furthers the stereotype that besides, okay, notwithstanding Shiana Tsubasa, they're definitely an outlier. And I've seen a lot of Terrace House. So I know how much of an outlier they really are as a couple. So not them, right? But it almost like furthers the stereotype that like pretty people, attractive people are not that deep thinkers in a way. And that's bad too. I, I think it's half and half. I think there's some people on the show who are definitely like dumber than rocks. But <laughs> just straight up. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. It's just it's how it is. But then there are other people who, for sure, are like they they definitely think a lot more than you would expect. Like I think of character people like uh, Burns, Bonds. Burns. I don't remember him. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, he was a dancer, not a model, right? Yeah. Never oh, that bad dancer. Yes. Yeah, the crumper. He wasn't. Oh my god. <laughs> He was crumping. He wasn't good at crumping. He was a professional crumper. I can crump exactly how he crumps right now. (laughs) It was not good. Crumpets. Yeah, not different kind of crump, but man, burns. Yeah, fucking R.I.P. I don't know. I I definitely hear what you're saying. And in the future, I want give give me a classic Japanese salary man. I want to see a salary man. We never see him though. That's soda. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, that I mean, it was also a pretty boy. He literally yeah, won an yeah. award for being pretty. Right. I, I. That's the thing. I think you can find, and maybe that's what they were going for with Soda. Like, oh, we'll find a guy who has those good looks, those classic good looks, but also has like a dark backstory and has, is deeper and is intellectual. And it didn't work out very well, you know. But mm. I, I do. I would love to see people that are have their own brand of being attractive that are not models. And I love to see like a sustained inflow of those types of people and see what happens i guess i'd love to see like a run of like 10 people and none of them are models i just want to see what happens let's do it once in the show right same greed i mean i just think back like some of my favorite people from past seasons are not models so they're the ones that clearly stand out to me yeah shion like i said is the one exception for me i love that guy yeah, Hansan is still on the pedestal for me sorry guys Hansan is so good he's such a good boy he's fine he's fine how dare you? He's anyway, over. Someone- you guys are overselling him. I'll put it that way. You guys are definitely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for Daily to see it. <laughs> I want to get that reaction. He's just a normal guy. That's but why we else, like him. Anyone else got anything they don't like about Terry's house? Yeah. Who's next up? Who who went last? Who was that? We're not going one? in a circle. We're not, we're not going in a circle or anything. I mean, I don't this know. This is Mad Max. Speak um, up. So, okay. All right. Let's get real, guys. Let's get really, really real here. Okay. Really, really real. I kind of hate the way people ask each other out. By and large. Okay. There are some some natural ones, but it just seems so staged. I don't know. There was the way that Noah asked Sana out seemed very natural. And it was a different, it was a departure of a scene. Like there was just like people were talking and it wasn't like the group was having one singular conversation. It was like people were having all their secondary conversations in the kitchen, but then the camera was focusing on Noah just asking Santa out and other shit was going on. Like what would happen in real life? 
Whereas it just seems very like blocked, very staged. Like I'm going to go here. I'm going to ask them this at this time. So rehearsed. And it just seems so unnatural. And again, it like leads to that really no script, like really no influence on, you know, the events that play out. So that's annoying to me. That's fair. I mean, I'm not a conspiracy theorist or anything, but I do find it weird how everyone else except for the two people involved in that transaction somehow need to do laundry or take a shower right before the person asks someone out. Yeah, but then the real times when the two people are really connecting, like when Noah and Santa got lost together during camping or when they had the vomit kiss, that's like where the real shit's happening. Well, they're not going to show that stuff on camera. Like, how do you lose that shit? That's the shit that is the real shit, you know? Yeah, I mean, I could see the vomit, maybe. Maybe it might be like insane as contract or something. Like, don't make me look like I vomit. <laughs> don't make well, me no, look I like I vomit. vomit. <laughs> I am not the person, the type That's of That's more like that Jersey Shore things. real world kind of stuff, right? Like, I guess Japan would try and save face with that. Maybe. Yeah. But, uh, right, so that, yeah, that was I mean... That's true. I, I think that I, I don't know it when when you have certain moments like that and it definitely does seem a little little too perfect. Right. Like there's got to be like this huge setup to asking someone out and it's like, hmm, producers have their hands in it. Maybe just maybe. Probably. And then right. Shohei does it all the wrong way and gets rejected. So that's oh, well, yeah, because he's, he's Shohei. And she, honestly, I don't. But the, when it comes to Shohei, you can't make that shit up. <laughs> No, no, Man. no, that that was my other thing that I disliked was that and we've talked about this before about like the the initial claw kiss grabbing mm. jaw turning head, etc. And how everyone that. like even the panel framed it as like, oh, it's kind of awkward, but like she has a look of a woman now, like clearly she liked that. And it's like, no, yeah, <laughs> no. That- <laughs> That to me is still one of the weird mysteries of Terrace House, right? Because even in the exit interview for Sena, you know, she claims like to the camera, oh, I kind of wish Shohei did more, you know, but I, there's, I think just by looking at her in the episode, I don't think she wanted more, but you know, publicists, agents, PR, all of it's bogged down. Conspiracy theories of Terrace House. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it was even. Yeah, and then it was even worse at his goodbye party when oh, it was, was like, so "Oh, haha, I'll, I'll kiss Sena," and LOL, I'm so glad they cut that because yeah, I would have had. I want to like Shohei. I still kind of like Shohei, but boy, does not know how to read a woman's face. <laughs> he's just a dork, guys. He's just a dork. He is a he's dork. A, I he's, he's a he, dumb dork. He over. I think he overanalyzes things. Clearly, and, yeah. Well, we yeah, don't clearly. care. We don't have a package for that. <laughs> yeah, and it's he just completely. I don't know, man. He, it's it's like he's in his own fantasy land. That guy. I still like Shohei. Yeah, as a person. Yeah, I mean, he's far from like the worst person that's been on the show. I, I just think he's a. I just think he's a dumb dork, but I still I'm okay with him. More Fair dumb enough. dorks. Maybe two K nineteen. Okay, I got something else. I don't oh. like, and it's weird, man. This is a love hate thing. But I'm I don't know. Sometimes I love the music, sometimes I hate the music. Sometimes I think the music is so terrible. Oh yeah, so, at least on that up, but yes. At least on the international Netflix version of Terrace House, it is just so low budget. So like where did you get this music? This would you know what I mean? Like Dubs it sounds that. like it sounds like nineties almost era, like pop music, which I would almost be all about, but it's just like just generic enough. 
to you know never be popular it's just a it's in a weird it occupies a weird space in my brain of like background music and i just sometimes i love it sometimes i hate it but it's become a character of the show and it makes the show seem lower budget maybe See, than others what, what i what i don't like about the music isn't necessarily the tracks themselves like to me they're fine they're generic i'm not gonna remember them they're super generic but they're fine what bothers me about the music is more than half the time when they come in with the music, especially during tense, dramatic scenes, it feels like it doesn't fit. Sometimes it feels like it's making a conversation seem way more dramatic than it actually is. Right. Other times it's just like these two are arguing with each other and you're making it sound like they're in a rave. Like what is happening? Here? <laughs> That's so accurate. Like it and it does. It cuts strangely. Like it's like moment over. And yeah. then they keep talking. Yeah, and it's yeah, yeah. Like, was yeah. this supposed to transition us into a different scene, or like what what happened in the editing process? Yeah, yeah that mean, is there's, weird. There's some scenes where I almost expect the people on screen to start breaking out into like the Fortnite cyber goth dance, where they yeah. <laughs> like yeah. start industrial dancing with but, glow but, sticks. But it does succeed in building that tension. I mean, so I'll give him that credit. It's, it's hit and miss. It's, it's, it's telling you where miss. to feel where shit is happening. It tells I don't want to be told. I, yeah, I, listen. I think, you watch movies and TV shows; they tell you what to do all the time. It's a normal thing. Yeah, but like, there's, and I think we talked about this very early on when we were discussing what we did like about Terrace House. Ironic. Is that, uh, yeah, I compared right, it love, to, yeah, um, like Cutthroat, not Cutthroat Kitchen, Kitchen Nightmares with Gordon Ramsay. The American version has all these, you know, backtracks and sound effects and dun dun. Whereas the English version, the British version, is just totally silent, other than like maybe some background music sometimes. Mm. And you get two entirely different impressions because of yeah. those sound effects and music influencing you. And it's like, I want to make the judgment. As to whether or not this is a big deal exactly. versus the music telling me like, oh, my gosh, you'll never guess what she said. Yeah. Right. And I mean, because go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, to Daly's point, uh, you said it really well because I was going through my head, too. Um, is that like, yeah, this is OK. It may be true in like fictional shows and stuff like that and movies that they use music to make a more uh, emotional impact. But in reality TV show, I just don't know that it's really necessary. Like, I mean, it, here's the thing. Big Brother didn't have a lot, if I remember right. That was very minimalist. Really? I thought so. There was almost no music. It was all just like real. Like that whole thing was just, it's just real raw. You can log in online and see them right now whenever you want to. And I don't know. It just seemed boring. So it's like a give or take, you know? Like, I mean, there's, there's going to be great things about Terrace House. There's going to be things that are terrible about Terrace House. And then in the case, like the music, like telling you how to feel... It's one of those, like I keep saying, love-hate things. Like, I hate it, but it also seems to me like part of, like, having this terrible, crappy, subpar music is almost part of the DNA of the show. <laughs> it's almost like part of their brands at this phase. Now, what is this, the fourth season of Terrace House? Yeah. I I think they nail the music whenever a team or a group goes on a fun date. I always yeah. feel like the date music or, like, they're going out on an outing music, that stuff's fine. It never feels out of place to me, but yeah. Yeah. it's just the ones during quote unquote tense situations that are like, yeah. The problem know. is not enough Limp Biscuit, I think, guys. That's true. <laughs> Let's be real. And you guys accuse me of bringing it up every episode. 
It was going to happen at some point. You know, where are we at now? Is this our eighth episode in a row? Yeah, someone tweet at us. Let us know. Someone's counting? Oh, gosh. Please, no. We're shooting. Okay. So I'm making this statement right now. We're going for the Guinness Book of World Records for most consecutive <laughs> podcast episodes that reference Fred, Dor- Fred Durst and or Fred Durst. Fred, Fred Durst. Fred Durst. <laughs> Stephen Durst's cousin. Fred Durst. Fred, Fred Durst. Fred yeah, you Durst. Fred Durst's cover? Keep rattling, 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 rattling. Fred, Fred Durst. Durst sounds like the meme version of Fred Durst, but kind of like in the same vein of like Dolan. Like Spooderman. Yeah, right? like Spoderman. Spooderman. Spooderman. <laughs> Dorst. Fred Dorst. I cry every time. Frank Dorst. Uh, Horace Horse. Wow. Well, you got to be somebody like that. At least whenever we do bring up Limp Bizkit, it's a, it's a good time, which right, is I'm, not true when you listen to the music. I am I got another one, guys. So mm. a pet peeve of mine is that you don't see the whole house. We have not seen the whole house. They're hiding the house. Some of the house stuff. And I want to see. Wait, what parts have we, haven't we seen? <laughs> there's How two rooms because uh, i know the floor plan <laughs> from, uh, the from the website it. oh there's from a the floor website. plan on the yeah, website bro it's on the instagram what the hell go to our instagram oh, at tadimogram if you want to see the floor plan of the kurosawa mansion everyone listening go ahead and like that man anyways, i'm so in the loop it's all good so um so anyways there's two rooms upstairs that they've never shown there's actually a upstairs bathroom I mean, they never show the bathroom, period. I know, but they never show that one. And there's also a room up by, if you remember where um, Maya, is that the one who liked um, Noah too much? Mayu? Mayu. 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 Okay. Yeah. There's two of them. Okay. Um, Yeah. Remember when she went upstairs to cry because... because Noah like somebody else. So what it was? Oh, Noah you mean like upstairs and in that little nook she, there? Yeah. yeah. When she went up to cry yeah. in the nook, there's actually a room right by there. They never show mm. it. There's also uh, hidden rooms downstairs that they never show. I'm guessing, obviously, for practical reasons, it's probably where the production staff is and where like the control yeah. room is mm. and all the monitors. So I Cameras. get it. I get it. But it's just a pet peeve. I mean, that would break the illusion, right? It's like <laughs> the Terrorist members just have dinner and then they go have a conversation in the production room. Like, Dude, and, you know, yeah. pull wonder, you out of it. I wonder how many people are like there besides them. Like, what if there's like 20? That's, I've wondered that. And at, sometimes I'm like, it would be cool if there was like, you know, another Terrace episode where we saw what it what they see, what the house members see. Like we just because got a tour. Sometimes there, yeah, because definitely sometimes you know that there's got to be a cameraman in the room in order to set up these shots. For it's sure. not just like hidden cameras, etc. Right. Oh yeah. But simultaneously, I think that would almost like ruin the show for me forever because I'm gonna like just know that there's this japanese professional cameraman standing there watching as kaito and shunsuke set up a skate date yeah (laughs) it's the illusion of reality tv right and there's actually there have been in the past uh very small snippets of of the show where you can actually get a glimpse at a cameraman um and it's very specific shots and very specific episodes and you really have to look out for it but they're there it's kind of like that scene in Poltergeist, or no, in Three Men and a Baby, where you see the ghost. Those are very different movies. <laughs> I know it was weird. Poltergeist, yeah. no way. Three Men, three and, men a and a Baby. Yeah, I've got three other complaints, guys. But I'll, I've been talking yeah. a lot, so yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah, Daily, Colin, do either of you have any? Um, I mean, I think you guys like hit the mark on a lot of mine. Honestly, um, I can't honestly think of another yeah. one off the top of my head, but I'll, I will continue scraping my head. 
or uh, I, going through my head. I think, and this might just be what's going on right now, and I'm going to complain about it because that's what this episode is for. I would like there to be more age diversity as well because I really thought that that was an interesting dynamic to see in like the first parts of opening new doors. And I don't want it to become like all these young people because even though I am also a young person, it's starting to become like almost like college unrelatable. Like college yeah, like college revisit. Yeah, I, I want to see people in different walks of life and see their different priorities and the way that they go about living. I'd like to see some older people, not because I'm older, but just again, just to diversify the field. Yeah. And also, Subasa's dad should be on Terrace House. Subasa's should dad be, should be on the panel. He should be the fifth panelist. Like yes. Shonochan's fine, but get him out of there for Tokyo and bring Subasa's dad. <laughs> All right. Wait, do we so even I, know Subasa's dad's name? Subasa's dad. Duh. It. <laughs> You know, I, I'm pretty sure they've said it at least once or twice. It's I remember it. Subasa's dad. I think it's toll. I'm not sure. No, we'll have Subasa's to look dad. Yeah. Well, Hold that time. works for now. Man, now I want Soba. So something else that I, annoys me here is when people get way too damn comfortable, way too lazy, and they just live in the house and it just seems like they're never going to go anywhere or do anything. And the show doesn't force them out somehow. So I hate just lazy, like, freeloaders that just chill there the whole time. And it's annoying and it's boring. Most importantly, it's boring. So do you want more? Get out of the house or do some produce- shit. Do some cool shit. You want more producer intervention with that? No, I just want people. I don't want people to just freeload and like live on the couch and like just. And they're not going on dates or not doing like something interesting. They're just like kind of taking up space, I guess. But like who? Who Who are you thinking of? Armand comes to mind after he got rejected. Armand went on a date, like minor spoilers for Boys and Girls in the Cities. Ar- Ar- Armand went on a date with like almost every girl who came in the house. And he, I don't think he sealed the deal with anyone. Yeah, I don't know. I no, just, but he still went on. He was still doing shit. I don't know. I don't like when people are there too long, I guess. I like when people are there with a purpose Taka? and not just not just living in the house. Taka was getting definitely getting there. He, I think he overstayed his welcome. Not his welcome, but he overstayed I, like his natural arc, I guess. I, I think it was the moment after he kind of just like destroyed Aya. Just, you know, I, I don't actually like you. I actually really like someone else. <laughs> Let me talk to you for five minutes how I'm going to marry this chick that's not you. Yeah. She she might be the, the mother of my children, not you. Yeah. But you're you're good. You're fine. In fact, I almost accidentally called you her name just now. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> but anyways, that's my pet peeve. What? I'm, I'm, you're telling me I'm no, not you're, annoyed you're, by that? You're fine. You're fine. Yeah. I just, I, I don't agree. Okay. I don't like when people stay too long. Uh, last one. I wish there was some sort of interaction between the panelists and the cast. Some, because they never interact. And it's yeah, so fascinating true. to me when you hear the stories about when like uh, Tokui comes back and like saw someone like at an airport or something like that, ran into someone in real life. I love those stories. They happen very few and far between, but sometimes they'll meet outside of the confines of the show. But I would love for there to be something there. Like I said, maybe the path out of the house after they, they get picked up by the taxi, goes to the panel, and then they have their own like little conversation there. Mm. Something like that. I would just love to see some like, actual interaction, I just or like a like an interview or something like that. I think it would be cool. Yeah, that, that's something I would like to. Um, I think, for me, the way I'd want to see it implemented is the season after. It's like, let's say, in Aloha State, 
every week someone from Boys and Girls in the City was on the panel for one episode and they'd rotate. Mm. Yeah, something. I think, I, I think yeah. there's an opportunity here. I wonder, though, then if that would make the panel hold back because it's like eventually I got to I got to look this person in the eye. Sure, sure. Like Yama, especially. Yeah. yeah. And even even, you know, uh, Chendelson, she she says some things out of nowhere sometimes. And I feel like if mm-hmm. she had the knowledge that she was eventually going to meet this person, we wouldn't have those sudden moments of like, what did you say? And the hope mm-hmm. is that we can have right. both. The hope is that they would still be themselves and say what they want to say and then later have that awkwardness. But it's like human nature. Like, I think, of course, there's no way to avoid like some self-censoring if you know you're yeah. going to see somebody eventually. So it's almost asking too much. So I get it. And I get why they don't do it. But it'd be cool if they like busted it out like every now and again, I guess. It'd be cool. Right. Yeah. Um, like, I was just going to ask. So um, where did where did Boys and Girls Next Door take place? For context, uh, sh- oh, Shonan. I was about to say Shohei, but I'm like, Sh- no, where, that's not right. Where, where is, Sh- where is Shonan? Do you know what part of it's Japan? A, it's a little, su- yeah, it's a little south of Tokyo. It's kind of like a, it's a smaller city, but it's known a lot for its like surfboarding. Yeah. And by smaller, yes. meaning only 10 million instead of 100 million people. It, yeah, gotcha. It's like the coastal suburbs of Tokyo. Gotcha. Yeah. So I mean, what I was gonna say was that like I don't want them. So so far we've had Shonan and then Tokyo and then. Hawaii, and now we're in Kuruizawa, and now we're going back to Tokyo. I really yes. hope they don't hesitate in future series, though, to really explore Japan some more because there's so many like diverse places in Japan. Like, there's just so many different climates and so many different landscapes in Japan. I really hope they they explore places maybe like Okinawa or Hiroshima. Yeah, Okinawa you know. seemed like a good one. Yeah, or like even setting it in Kyoto, I would like. I would be really surprised. Kyoto, that, yeah, great choice. Hokkaido, I agree with that. yeah, Hokkaido, Go North, Sapporo. They, they've got a so, lot of options. I agree, and I think so, that hope maybe like Vancouver could potentially be a play down the road too. Right, but I, I think now yeah, we're trying. Vancouver, we're kind of Japan. Yeah, Vancouver, Japan. I think Vancouver. we're. I think we're kind of getting into like what we want from Terrace House rather than what we hate yeah, about it. That's what I was gonna say. I want to rein us in because we're getting into what we want instead of what we don't like about Terrace House. I want my wants. Right. I know, but this isn't your wants. This is your dislikes. I, I, I hate that they live in such it. a nice house because I'm jealous. I want to live there. Accurate. I hate that they just throw each other's dicks in each other's faces in the bathtub. <laughs> That's just rude. Is that not a rude thing? I don't know. The panelists kind of. I hate that. I definitely feel like it's consistent, at least from what I've seen so far. It usually, like, cleanup and stuff consistently falls to, like, one or two people. Mm. That ain't that ain't cool, y'all. That yeah. ain't cool. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I hate Mayu the episodes aren't long that. enough. Really? I think they're fine. I they would always like longer. longer. I would always like longer. I would like a That's solid said. hour. Damn it, Robert. I caught that. <laughs> yeah, we heard you. Don't worry. You didn't squeeze that by. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Well, come on, guys! Rapid fire. Anyone else here? Hate anything? Dude, else? honestly, I think we. I think I fucking love this show. I don't know about you guys, but I, I love this yeah. show, even despite its shortcomings that we've talked about today. I mean, that like I think yeah. we covered all the shortcomings, all the problems that I have with the show. I hate that everyone There's can't no drive. That's weird. That's really dark uh, sometimes. That, that's just hating Japanese culture. <laughs> that's not hating Terrace House. I guess it's just like it's just so it's, annoying where they're like two people. The the whole house depends on two people to drive them anywhere. It's a big responsibility. Listen, if I didn't have to drive, I wouldn't. 
Yeah, I would have see. never learned how to drive, but that's not feasible in America. It's totally feasible in Japan, though. Yeah, yeah I grew enough. up in Seoul. I didn't learn how to drive till I was 21 because I grew up in Seoul. Okay. The shots are really dark sometimes. I just want that out oh there. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, some of them. Yeah, especially the ones that are, like, at night, which, I mean, no, duh, right? Again, The ones at it, night are too but dark. But I don't like it. Well, they can't, I mean, to, to be fair, though, they can't have, like, artificial lights set up everywhere. These people live in this place. Like, you know what I mean? Night so, vision. So they were probably actually they were probably really strategic about the way that they lit the house so that like they can still turn lights on and off or whatever, still like sit in a room with comfortable lighting, but still have enough lighting for them to get a decent shot. No, yeah, for what it is, it's absolutely genius. Like my um undergrad, my I have a bachelor's degree in video production and like I can't even imagine the effort that it took to get like lighting in low light situations. I still don't like it though. Right. Yeah. yeah, I would just you know, have a, start having spotlights in every single room and just like the full blown like photography lighting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's it, guys. I think everything else besides what we said is perfect about Terrace House. How about that? I, you know, here, here's the thing, right, is we're at the end of this. And again, we all like the show, but I'm pretty sure that we're going to finish this recording. We're going to be like, that's it. We did an episode. Mission and accomplished. Watch, and then we're going to watch an episode of Terrace House. And at the end of that episode, be like, fuck, I forgot like four things I don't like about this show. <laughs> well, it's just, it's, it's just stuff that comes up and you're like, oh, that was annoying. Or I didn't like that. That was dumb. But then you kind of forget it because the holistic package that Terrace House delivers you is very solid. I mean, yeah, it's building fan base for a reason. I think yeah. I think there are some complaints here that are just like preferences, right? Like, oh, I wish oh, it was definitely. like this. I wish it was like that. But there are some that will genuinely make the show better. Like telling an actual true, like, you know, beginning narrative, like an arc, like showing these relationships hap- as they happen, not just come back sloppily and be like, oh, yeah, they like each other. Remember? Like, no, we don't. What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. I think that's that'll make the show friendship. better. Yeah. More friendship. More friendship. Power of friendship. More friendship yeah. and less like. I hope I'm hoping that people don't just like leave the house as soon as they get rejected because then like it's a, that's a, that's also enforcing that we have to fall in love to win. It's when people mm, just leave all yeah. dejected after they get rejected. Right. It's like, yeah, because a lot of people come to the house, the house with so and so goal in mind that may not be relationship related, get rejected and they're like, well, my uh, my other goals out the window too. So uh, fuck. All right, bye guys. There exactly. it is. And Ye- yeah, and the life lesson is if you get rejected. Work just work on you. Worry about what you don't worry about. The lesson here lesson here is if you get rejected, you have to leave your home. That's what I new, thought you were gonna you have say. To find a new home. <laughs> you, have you have to, to move, move out. Yeah. Well guys look yeah. like I'm leaving. I bid you do. <laughs> Yikes. But what I'm saying is like don't worry about what other people do. If you ever and I'm sure people already know this, but if you get rejected, just worry about your sh- yourself, your own shit, control what you can control, and she'll take care of itself. That's my pearl wisdom for the week. The end. Words of Wisdom by Jack Sabata. Yeah. All right. Let's bring ourselves home, guys. We've we've done it. We've expelled every single bit of everything we hate about Terrace House. Comprehensive. Yeah, we've we've balled up all of our hate and angst into one one hour package. Give in to your anger. Thanks, Palpatine. Yes. <laughs> we hope this was worth the clickbaity headline. Y- yep. Exactly. Um, but, you know, let us know what you guys may or may not like about Terrace House. Because I'm sure 
like, come on. As much as you might be a fan of the show, it's hard to say that it's perfect, right? Like, nothing ever is, right? Ocarina of Time isn't perfect. Definitely not. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Watch your damn Definitely mouth. Definitely not. Oh, shit. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, in the same way, Terrace House isn't perfect either. So, let us know either in the YouTube comments or check us out on our Facebook group at Tadima Clan. What do you not like about Terrace House? How let can the know. show be better? Yeah. We want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you have any e questions, comments, theories, anything you want us to read or discuss on the show, email any and all of those things to us at questions at terracehousepodcast.com. Uh, next week, we're going to be back on Monday. It's the Monday before part six of opening you doors. Get excited. And uh, we're going to come back with a quick little refresher on what happened in part five to catch you all up. And then check us out on Tuesday. Where we're going to drop our very first episode of, well, as a spoiler cast review of part six. This has been Tadaima. Thanks for listening. Itakimasu. Email us at questions at terracehousepodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram at Tadimagram, on Twitter at Pod, and check us out on Facebook and YouTube at Tadima, a Terrace House podcast.